What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All Out War, episode number 144. Welcome in this joyful holiday season. Yeah. Hey, did you know 144? If you take a one away from each four and then you add it with the other one, that's 333. So you got 333. Three. What does that mean? I don't know. It's some Gematria <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you'd have to, re- <laughs> they, they you'd have to reduce it and do the whole, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's hey, some. 144,000. There you go. Ooh, there you go. Anyway. Witnesses, faithful witnesses. I'm just joking around. Yeah. Well, you were in the studio with me. We yes. have a wonderful guest with us today. And Rosie, what do you know? Hey, did you know? That probably the most badass dude in the, like <laughs> that died like within not our lifetimes maybe your lifetime oh but uh, there is a guy Shani. who was shot in the face stomach head ankle leg hip and ear blinded in his left eye <laughs> survived two plane crashes <laughs> tunneled out of a prisoner of war camp and tore off his own fingers when a doctor declined to amputate them. Is this John Wick? (laughs) No, this sounds like a more badass dude than that. Uh, Yeah. uh, I was just coming across this story. I don't don't know what the did you know part of it is to go in. But uh, they need to make a movie out of this guy's story. Who is it? His name is Adrian Carton de Wiert. Okay. He was a British officer of Belgian and Irish parents. And after all those experiences in the First World War. So he fought in the Boer War. Um, which was in Africa, uh, the First World War, the Second World War. He said uh, when he described his experiences in the First World War, he wrote, frankly, I enjoyed the war. <laughs> I don't know anything. I just came across that. I was like, well, I need to. You know what it was is he, in the war, he, he'd been damaged so hard. He's like, I'm taking it out on the enemy. So oh, probably, it's probably the only yeah. uh, venting he had of his frustrations of his physical ailment. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, but he was called of the unkillable soldier. That is amazing. Yeah. Dude, I, I want to get his picture. I want to hang it in my office. We should do that. I should yeah. find it. That's cool. Yeah. Also, uh, tw- uh, the U.S. Geologic Survey analyzes Twitter data. Twitter. Twitter. Twitter data. Twitter data. I'm from Boston. We got some Twitter data for you. Twitter data. Uh, analyzes Twitter data that can be often used to identify earthquakes faster than their own sensors. Yes. And filter out false positives. So there you go. There's two. So remember in Virginia, we had that earthquake probably like 10 years ago, maybe eight. Okay. In the summer, it was like September. Sure. I was in a meeting. We were sitting out back. It was when I worked at the church. We were sitting behind the church and the earthquake came and I've never been through one, but it felt Mm -hmm. like the the ground was like a wave. Yeah. And, And all of a sudden I... We were like, it's an earthquake, it's an earthquake. And I pulled out my phone and I checked Twitter and instantly there was like, I think we just had an earthquake. And it was like North Carolina. Like I was looking at the different places. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. It went all the way from Virginia down to like North Carolina, Hmm. where you could read it. But so so Twitter data data is probably good for something like that. Yeah. One good thing about it. Yeah. It's like real time. Yeah. Crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing. Anyway, so I didn't know what else to pick. No, well, they're not all winners, you know? That's cool, though. I love that story. That's a cool, it, dude. It's a cool story. So, Well, um, listen, we have a special intro song for everyone. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy.
try to believe it But the snow settled in If you live by the seasons You'll die in the end I try to redeem it But along came the wind And my prayers for redemption Were too broken to mend So grow me into something new again And fill me with the breath that never
There you go. Appropriate song for <laughs> the topic tonight. Yes. That we're going to discuss. I want to welcome to the podcast John Brisson. John, how are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back here, Rosie and Turner, back on All Out War. Long time uh, uh, fan of the podcast. Uh, and uh, I'm hopefully, uh, I'm okay to say this, uh, long term friend of both of y'all. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love you guys both. And yes, I'm definitely, that song was beautiful. And uh, it is, uh, you know, uh, the, the Christmas season. It's, it's uh, <laughs> winter is coming. Yes. And. Uh, you know, this is, it is, you know, I, I will say this. My first favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Don't boo me. Okay. <laughs> but my second favorite holiday is, 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 is Christmas. Um, cool. and, uh, it's always has a special place, um, in my memories. Yeah. Uh, being around with family and, uh, celebrating the birth of Christ. Um, and, um, you know, and, and, and exchanging gifts and giving, uh, gratitude, you know, ultimately, uh, to God, the father and, you know, and visiting, going to church, um, and singing, uh, Christmas carols, uh, not the, um, uh, secular ones right. as much. So I do enjoy some of them, but actually, uh, singing, uh, the, uh, hymns, um, that, um, glorify, uh, the Lord. I mean, my favorite hymn. Uh, and actually my favorite Christmas song period is God rest ye merry gentlemen. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's, a, it, it's a special time uh, for us to uh, born again believers uh, to celebrate our, uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I am shocked to hear you talk such pagan <laughs> stuff, giving gifts, celebrating Jesus's birth. You know that sounds pretty pagan to me, man. I'm having ashamed. a Christmas tree and some, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and some stockings up, you know, for the kids. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the reef. Mm. Yeah, how dare I? I I don't even know. Well, I mean, I guess I'm a pagan too because I love Christmas as well. Yeah, you will. Everyone knows that, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So here, Wait. I want to do. A, let me just say there, before we oh, jump yeah, yeah. into this, because John, you set that up perfectly. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, one of the reasons that I, Rosie, and I decided we want to do a, an episode on this topic is because I'm seeing more and more people abandon, you know, Christians abandoning Christmas, the celebration of Christmas, the decorations, the tree, and the excuses that I'm hearing from people. Uh, were confusing to me at first, and so I started to try and make a list of the excuses and the reasons why people weren't doing it, and then I wanted to fact-check those. Mm -hmm. And so if you're one of those people that are either considering not celebrating Christmas and you're listening to this, um, I want to encourage you to listen closely. If you're one of those people that does not celebrate Christmas, I want you to engage in the cognitive dissonance of your own beliefs <laughs> because this will not line up with what you believe. And hopefully, you know, for me, as someone who is first a Christian, then secondly a truther, as what I like to call it, I don't know what else to call it anymore, you know. Just a Christian. Just a Christian. <laughs> um, I want, for me personally, I want to live in the truth. I want to live under the truth. And um, the problem that I have with our communities of, of via YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and, you know, the social media um, preachers and so forth and truthers is that there's a whole lot of misinformation that makes it around very, very quickly. 
very quickly. And I've been the victim of some of that in the past where I've I've reposted something that someone put up and then later someone messages me, you know, that's not true, right? That's, or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, and I should have fact-checked. I should have looked in a little deeper. We've all made that mistake. Yeah. We all have. We do, yeah. So my my purpose in saying that is that I hope that if you're hearing this, that you'll at least hear it out. Listen out to the program. And if you still feel convicted to not celebrate Christmas, then that's, you know, that's between you and the, the Lord, you know, really, that's that's what it is. But I hope... My hope is that if someone is on the fence with this, they're going to see the reality of what historically the church believed and also what the reality of some of these things that they're hearing are, um, and they'll make that, they'll they'll allow themselves to have the joy of the celebration of the season. So that's my, if you're wondering where we sit on it, yes, I am, and I told my wife, I'm going to Christmas even harder this year, to, to borrow from uh, a, a, from the office when uh, <laughs> he was told not to date Pam's mom, and uh, and you know Michael was told not to date Pam's mom, and she, and he she says don't date her, and he goes I'm going to date her even harder. She goes what does that even mean? He goes I think you know what that means. <laughs> Remember when Christians used to get offended when people would say Happy Holidays? Yes, yes. and yeah. they fought tooth and nail for Christmas. Yeah, Pepperidge Farm remembers, and so do I. <laughs> all the so. all the boomers that have um, the sticker, the magnets on the back of their car, keep Christ in Christmas, mm-hmm. and, you know. Well, how about that? That's a funny. Uh, maybe we'll start off uh, a little easy, going easy. Some fact checking, mm-hmm. uh, since it's brought up. I love because uh, I used to fall for this too. I was totally one of those. I am pro Christmas. Mm-hmm. I am pro buying gifts like everything that uh, you know john just talked about all that stuff yeah um but the xmas the x like you know where you see xmas when it's shortened yeah yeah like that's actually an early sign uh that christians used yeah so it's a christmas thing so maybe we'll start off early is it not biblical to say xmas if you don't have enough space or you know something like that fact check totally biblical (laughs) <laughs> totally in line with scripture. Yeah. You can say Merry Xmas on a text message if you're a boomer and yeah. you don't want to type out Christmas. Yeah, it's not it's not ungodly. It's no. it's actually theologically accurate. Yeah. So maybe that uh eased well, everyone into it. <laughs> where do you guys want to start? I've I've got a ton of notes here. I know Rosie, you have a ton of notes. John, your your brain is a giant note. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, maybe. Um <laughs> Well, so, where do you want to start, guys? Which I, do you guys want to start with the early church celebrating it? We we can we can yeah. start there if you want. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, it's 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 debated exactly if they you know when it was started. Uh, the celebration exactly being December twenty uh, fifth. Um. But we do know that Clement of Alexandria. Uh-huh. Um. You know, uh, had had written, I guess, around 200, 210, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Um, and I'm quoting directly. There are those who determine not only the year of our Lord's birth, but also the day. And they say that it took place in the 28th year of Augustus, in the 25th day of the Egyptian month, uh, Passion, May 20th. Further, others say he was born on the 24th or 25th of April uh, 20 or, 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 or 21st. Now, a lot of people are going to, to, to knee-jerk at that, right? Because they'll be like, well, uh, he wasn't exactly born on um, December uh, 25th. Now, I've heard other um, takes, per se, uh, that um, – let's see here. 
Let me, let me do the math real quick. Give or take that it was that um that uh that Jesus you know was conceived in Mary by the Holy Spirit. Okay, um, uh, you know around um April or around. Yeah, March. That's what I heard. Yeah, March. Uh, which would play, or you know, Jesus may not have gone full term to to, to nine um, uh, months. We don't we don't know. Okay, um, but um, that that's the reason why that they celebrated uh, December twenty fifth specifically uh, was was because of that, um, and so you know the 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 first recorded celebration obviously was eighty three hundred thirty six. December 25th. Um, and, you know, a lot of people will say, ah, you know, see, it's, 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 it's the Roman pagan Catholic Church and their influence on right. celebrating, uh, you know, Christ's mass, you know, mass could be communion, but it could also be a service too, right? A service is a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So um, they'll say that it's Roman, you know, pa you know, pagan in that regard. But, you know, there is some early evidence in debate that Christians had been celebrating both the birth and obviously the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ um, long before then. Yeah. Um, that was just the first uh, recorded uh, record uh, that we have of it, um, you know, due to the formation of the Catholic Church at that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so... And even if even if we decided it to be on December 25th or October 3rd, or a lot of the occultists love to throw around the September 11th, right? Yeah, That's yeah. the birth of Jesus. I used to actually believe that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um, too. And there's some Christians who really believe that to be the day. Uh, and if it is or it isn't, um, that's you know it's it's. It, do we really actually have to exactly know the day for one? Yeah. And two, we all come together to celebrate it on this day, okay? And yeah, they'll say, well, the Romans marked the winter solstice as December 25th. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the calendar that we use, uh, last time I checked, it wasn't on the 25th, it's on the 21st. Mm -hmm. um, well, so, yeah, you know... You're jumping ahead there for, for me. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But I was going to say that, I guess in closing, in my opening statement, is that most Christians have celebrated on the 25th, born-again believers. Yeah. For centuries. Yeah. It was And did God condemn them in their hearts that they celebrated that day as the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? No. That's silly. Yeah. That's silly. That's silly. Let's be real here, it's silly. So exactly. yeah, I mean, I found that um John Chris Chrisitum from <laughs> that, that was the one that I always talk about that I can never Figure out his how to pronounce name, yeah. his name. Yeah, it's spelled weird, but it's Chrysostom, and he actually was is quoted in a sermon that he gave, and he he says that uh, so they were the Christians were celebrating Christmas on December twenty fifth, and it was a long time tradition within the church. So in three eighty six, he was saying it's a long time tradition, meaning that it was probably happening much earlier before than that, um, and then also Hippolytus of Rome. Uh, said that Christmas was December 25th at the beginning of the third century. So at the end of the 200s, he was saying that. Um, yeah, and there's another one from a uh, a sermon from St. Augustine. Okay. It was saying that there was an early heretical group called the Donatists. Yes. Who um, failed. They, they eventually split um, from like the 
the Catholic Church, for lack of a better term at the time, yeah. the overarching group, because they didn't want to keep um, some of the other later feasts. But one of the things that he did say about this group that did split off was that they clung to traditions from before their split around the church in 311 AD. And one of those that they did keep, which was an old tradition that even they kept, was celebrating Christmas on December 25th. Yeah. And uh, I, I, there's another one that uh, we touched on. I think, John, you touched on it about uh, Saturnalia, which was uh, they always point to uh, December 25th. And from uh, I just have this from an older um, uh, historian, Macrobius. He wrote that Saturnalia was celebrated 14 days before January, um, which was on December 20, uh, I'm sorry, December 17th, and it would last at most th- for three days. Yeah. So uh, I think- To the 20th. Yeah. yeah. 20, 21st. So yeah. basically what we're, the whole point that we're getting at is there for the date of December 25th, everything, all the documents that go back- um, the Christians were the first ones that celebrated that. Right. Pagans and, wouldn't have celebrated his right. birth. Right. So, and um, there was also a cool thing that I found that I didn't know about, mm-hmm. which, John, you touched on this briefly. Uh, in you, Some say that his conception was in March and that his death was in, yes. or his birth was in December, which yes. would be nine months away. Um, there was a belief in the early church that, and I didn't know this until, mm-hmm. until actually yesterday uh, in my research, but there was a belief in the early church that a prophet had to die on the same day that, he, that they were conceived. Mm-hmm. So Jesus dying in, in going to the cross in March, which would be, you know, Passover time frame, uh, and then, but being born in December would be perfect because that would be the day he, he was conceived, nine months later he was born, right? So we would celebrate his birth. So he was probably conceived in March by the Holy Spirit. And they, they went with a day, the 25th. The 25th. That's why they just said, yeah. okay, well, we're just going to add nine months to it. Yeah. December 25th is, yeah. So so the early church was practicing this pretty pretty quickly on, you know, um, and it's interesting to me that, so the big allegation that you get is that, no, okay, big deal, the church celebrated back, you know, as early as the late, you know, 100s, early 200s, you know, that's which is a big deal because you got to take into, into consideration the fact that most of the letters that were written were around 60 AD. So you're talking another 40 years later, 40 to 40 to 80 years later, you start seeing traditions of celebrations of his birth, you know, uh, showing up, which is pretty quick, pretty early. But, um, but most people say, okay, big deal. What about the the fact that it was pagan, which you guys started to touch on? We talked about Saturnalia, um, and how Saturnalia was the the the, the holiday, the fe- the the festival, the pagan festival. Um, there's another one called Sol Invictus, mm-hmm. which is about the sun, um, and both of those the calendars don't line up. No matter what calendar you use, whether you use the 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 what is it the the calendar from. Uh, uh, Gregorian calendar or the um, what is wrong with my brain right now? Anyways, the calendar that they used before uh, things changed. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, even if you use, it, it doesn't line up on any calendar that you put it with. So that Sol Invicta, the the holiday for um, 
which I just made a note here. It's it's basically it's um, it's a birthday of uncon of the unconquered sun is what it is. And um, yeah, and a Roman emperor Aurelian established that feast. Yes, in two seventy four. Right. So they so, were already celebrating Christmas. Right. Why would he want to do that? Hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Christianity's blowing up. It's, ex- it's expanding throughout all the Roman Empire. And uh, he wants to try and take aim at uh, something that they their son is born. Oh, well, our son that we worship, the Sol Invictus, is yeah. born. And I mean, so maybe just to kind of start off with an easy one, and I'll just say that because I don't, I don't have anything additional to add to this one point, is yeah. so maybe we're just keeping a, a, a tally, you know, like checkmate gaytheists. Um, so <laughs> Jesus being born and celebrating, or how about I phrase it this way? The fact that Christians took a pagan uh, ritual or a day that was already pagan. Yeah. And then they said, Christians are like, we're going to have ours the same time. That's that's fake. That's not true. Right. The other way around. Right. Christians had it first and pagans adopted, adopted the date. And there's literally zero evidence that's the whole thing there is no maybe this will be a, a spoiler alert for literally every fact that any of these people have ever brought up about christmas being a pagan holiday uh fact check none of it is true there's not a single piece of evidence that supports christians taking anything from like paganism right and it's Ad- always been it, and yeah. adopting it uh it has always been the other way around Pagans taking Christianity and traditions and doctrine, everything, and changing that the opposite. So the opposite is true. Yeah. It's always been Christian. But even if they did, right. let's say they did, and they chose that day, okay? What did... Who wins? Who wins? I mean, ultimately? yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, now I know some people would make the argument, well... You know, now you're talking about intention, John, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know you you could take that too far and be like, well, you know, I still follow, you know, Jesus Christ, but I practice magic, right? 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 You know, it's all about intention. I practice white magic, and I would say, <laughs> well, yeah, you are taking it too far at that point because God outright forbids that. It's sinful. Mm-hmm. It's an abomination to the Lord. Yeah. But would celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ even on a quote-unquote so-called pagan holiday if it once meant that, but it no longer means that to the people celebrating the day of our Lord and Savior's birth, I would say it's a false equivalency if you asked me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I I have a perfect verse. 1 Corinthians 15, I'm just going to use 28. Then when all things are under his authority, Jesus, mm-hmm. the son will put himself under God's authority so that God who gave his son authority over all things will be utterly supreme over everything <laughs> everywhere. Which he is. <laughs> Which he is. So that's exactly what you're saying, John. Even yeah. if it was, like, who cares? Yeah. And there are some clues in the Bible, in the Bible stories, in the Gospel of Luke, um, that help us understand that it probably was around the winter time around December um, when he was born um, there's no proof of that but there is a possibility of that and um, I, I was reading one article by a guy and he basically was saying that through the scriptures in in um, you can find John the Baptist 
uh, birthday by using the scriptures to talk about when his dad um, was his uh, Zacharias was in the temple, and he was serving in the temple under a certain um, uh, they they have like um, they had special terms for each like each priest that served had to serve two two times a year for a week at each time. And they were uh, designated through what Nehemiah had established these times of the year, and they broke up the year, and they gave them titles. And the the title for Zacharias' service was Abias, A-B-I-A-S. And you can link that through the calendar and put it into December. Mm-hmm. So we know that John the Baptist, when he, he was told, right, John the Baptist's, uh, he was serving before we didn't find out that his that his wife was pregnant and and uh he god the angel shows up to tell him that he wanted to call him his name and then he went made him mute until he was born remember that in the story john yes the, yeah, yeah. zacharias john the baptist dad so we can put some of that together too and that helps also kind of point it towards that december i'm torn personally i do i do kind of lean into the september 11th yeah, you know too. And or it could be that, you know, what if he was conceived in September, right? And then nine months later, right? Would that work? Mm-hmm. Was that the math work yeah. on that? Yeah. <coughs> so, anyways, you know, it it works both ways, and um, and but I'm personally, the actual day doesn't concern me as much yeah. as the fact that you someone who's choosing to throw away celebrating Christmas is is actually denying themselves the opportunity to celebrate the incarnation of our God. Yeah, which and, is really important. Yeah, just to throw an, uh, one point that just uh, a parallel is the same thing with celebrating the Sabbath. It's the same idea of, you know, you can get super legalistic about things like there is the actual ch- church the early church did celebrate it on Sunday. Yeah. And the seventh day, you know, God rested. There's all these things about it being actually on Sunday, tradition, history, and all that. But at the same time, like, we're Christians nowadays are not legalistic about, you know, not doing anything else on the Sabbath. It's just the whole fact is there's a day set aside that we're called to remember God. It's the same thing. Like, the day of the week is less important about how you use it. Right. And you're setting aside time to directly reflect upon Jesus's birth. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree with you on that. You're, you're taking uh, time to, as a body of believers, you know, as a community of, of believers of those that, I mean, listen, the the beginning, the incarnation, it, it had to happen. He had to be, he had to condescend from heaven to become a man so that he could, give it live the life give his life and then rise from the dead so it's literally the beginning of the promise of genesis three fifteen, where he says you know his heel will he, he will strike his heel but he will crush his head mm-hmm. you know from the seed of woman you know it was the it was the beginning of the fulfillment of that wonderful promise out of genesis right after the fall and and so many people are you know so many things are trying to pull away from that fact so we have secularism that is bled in horribly to the season you know how much money you know i I read some stats somewhere people go into debt at christmas you know tremendously go into debt and um you know it's but really it boils down to like what are your priorities and what are you gonna what are you gonna um how are you gonna handle 
the rest of those things because in our family like we used to bake a cake a birthday cake for jesus <laughs> we would and on on you know i had to do church on christmas eve so you know for years and years and years and so we were we i would get come home from church after the last service it'd be nine ten o'clock whatever and we would let the kids open up one present and then we would have the birthday cake and we would sing happy birthday to jesus it sounds corny but when you have little kids it's actually fun and um my family would almost have a tradition very similar to that i'll talk about it in a minute that's kind of that's kind of odd but okay (laughs) yeah well i think what it is it's just practical um you know if he became a man then why not why not wish him happy birthday? So I, I, I meant odd that we would have similar tradition. Oh. Almost. It's a little weird, but <laughs> I, I, maybe it was something that was out there at the time. I don't know. So. Yeah. Well, it was my wife's idea. So she's usually better than me at some of this stuff. But what, uh, what was your thing? Uh, same thing. We'd let them open up one gift and then. Yeah, we and then um, we would uh, sing happy birthday to Jesus. We wouldn't have a cake, but <laughs> I mean, that, that's what it would be. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, as far as gift giving, it's it, it's not a sin per se unless you go into mass debt and credit card get debt to give mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got, we have to be financial stewards, right? So – you know, outside of that, though, giving uh, gifts to people that you care about so that they could have a, a good day, you know, as long as you do it in remembrance of our Lord as Christians, right? Yeah. Uh, then there's not there's nothing wrong with that, um, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong, you know. They'll say, well, what about the tree, right? Because of our European pagan ancestors uh, bringing a tree in and at literally worshiping the tree. Right. right. Uh, you know, and, and I'm like, well, I have a plastic tree in my house and it looks pretty with lights <laughs> and, you know, or, you know, ornaments and stuff like that. We could talk about possibly, I don't know, about maybe or maybe not putting an angel at the top of the tree. All right. Like you can you can have debates about that, I guess, uh, you know, yeah, but, but who like this is my thing. Like even even if you put an angel up there, like I have never I've been I've been alive for 52 years and. I have never seen someone worshiping the tree in their house, singing songs to it, praying to it. No, 100%. You know? and, yeah. And the, I, yes. The angel for us, like we put a star on top of our tree, uh, and it just to, – to us, it's just the – it's the North Star. It's the star that guided the wise men to – the nativity, you know, <laughs> like that's – Well, a graven image a lot of people don't remember as far as um, uh, the commandment given to us by God. Um, it's, it's, it's graven means to worship. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, that's a great, I just wanted to point out when we were talking about gifts, I didn't yeah. want to interrupt, but, uh, I pulled a verse Ephesians four, eight, and mm-hmm. it says, <laughs> this is why it says when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. <laughs> so, uh, we need to take some captives. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing is. Is there a verse, and I just picked out one, but there's in the New Testament that the giving gifts, I mean, God, Jesus was the ultimate gift. Yeah. Like, so the whole idea of gift giving, uh, fact-checked gaytheists, pagans, <laughs> Christians win again. But uh, I love uh, what, you were ta- what you were talking about, John, and this is a verse that I found that kept getting brought up with these um, – Hebrew roots people or uh, pagans or other gaytheists and stuff like that. Christian deniers. Christian or, or Christmas yeah, deniers. Christmas right. deniers. Um, 
is Isaiah 44, and they always pull these verses out of context. So it says, he, su- he cut down cedars or perhaps took a cypress or oak. He let it grow among the trees of the forest and, or planted a pine and the rain made it grow. It is used as fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and warms himself. He kindles a fire and br- bakes bread, but he also fashions a god and worships it. He makes an idol and bows down to it. And they use this verse, terrible exegesis, of <laughs> took a tree, put it in their house, and because – and I've even heard this is like what you're talking about where they're like, oh, yeah, the, the angel on top of the Christmas tree, because you have to get on your knees to pull out the Christmas presents from underneath the tree. I swear to God I've heard this, that you are bowing down. So it's this <laughs> – uh, it's a pagan because you have to because you have to get the presents you have to get on your knees you're bound i swear i swear i'm not laughing what I've if heard- my presents are like away from the tree like what if they're on a table beside the tree does that make the tree okay then you know what i i think you just uh <laughs> that's your way so, so, you so found the loophole. Like, loophole so if there's like a statue of like a fish okay like <laughs> Like, 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 just like, let's say I went to SeaWorld and there's a statue of like a, like a, a whale. Okay. Yeah. And I like trip in front of it. Right. <laughs> and I get off and I like prostrated myself in front of the whale. Right. Is, did I break, um, the, the, the no graven image commandment? Is that, is that what it is? You did. did unfortunately. I, did yeah, I break, did I break the third commandment you're given not, to you're, us by God? You're no yes. longer saved if you fall. <laughs> you, you, he oh, you worship Dagon, man. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I love the, so they completely over uh, take this this one verse out of context. The full context is a lot longer. Again, it's Isaiah forty four. Um, it's talking about building idols. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it talks about a blacksmith taking a tool, mm-hmm. and then it talks about a carpenter measuring with a line, and he makes an outline with a marker. That's what it says. Yeah. So. Uh, if you want to go ahead and say that putting a Christmas tree, putting a tree into your house is a pagan worship, then uh, you got to be consistent. You can't use any tools. Right. And you can't uh, – I'm just reading it, you know, measuring with a line, rulers. Sorry, you're committing paganism. You're a pagan. You're no longer saved. Yep. You're spitting on Jesus when you uh, – Taken uh, when you outline something, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you didn't know it, but you were doing witchcraft the whole time. Right. Sorry. There is Stupid. a there is another verse too out of Jeremiah that's yeah. co- commonly used, and it's Jeremiah ten verses two and five. And we're bringing these up not to like rub um, salt in the wounds of anybody, but we want to we want you to understand the context of the verses. That in what you said was perfect, Rosie. It, it's the exegesis is terrible. It's actually eisegesis what they're doing is they're oh, they're reading into the text what they wanted, you know, their belief. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is what Jeremiah ten verse two and five says. It says, "Do not learn the ways of the nations, or be terrified by the signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them, for the practices of the people are worthless. They cut down out of the forest, and a cra- they cut tr- a tree down out of the forest, and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel." They adorn it with silver and gold, and they fasten it with a hammer and nails so that it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. So clearly, Jeremiah is showing here that this is 
it's not a Christmas tree. It's this is not a, a Christmas tree. Wait, wait. Wait, your Christmas trees don't resemble people like a scarecrow? Right, exactly. My Christmas tree does. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Oh, man. You, I don't know what kind of Christmas you're celebrating over there. Maybe that's why I don't like Christmas, because I keep getting scared walking into the living room yeah, and seeing a person. It terrifies you. But- okay, so about gift-giving. About gift, gift, <laughs> okay. Gift giving, okay. Yeah. I, I want to read from uh, 2 Corinthians 9 real quick. If, 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 if you guys will please please uh, yeah allow it uh for it is super uh fluous for me to write to you about the ministry to the saints for i know your willingness of which i boast about you to the macedonians namely that achaia has been prepared since last year and your zeal has stirred up most of them but i've sent the brothers in order that our boasting about you may not prove empty in this case so that as i was saying you will be prepared otherwise if any macedonians come with me and you find you unprepared we not mention not to mention you we be put to shame by this confidence so i considered it necessary to urge the brothers that they go ahead to you and arrange in advance your previously promised generous gift that the same mm-hmm. would be ready as a generous gift and as one grudgingly given due to greediness. Now, this is monetary-wise, correct? but it's still a gift is still a gift. Yeah. Okay. And now I say this, the one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows generously will also reap generously. Each one must do just as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Hmm. So if you're giving people a gift— Okay, especially this Christmas celebration, and you give it to someone, and you say, "May God bless you." Okay, remembrance mm-hmm. of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Okay, you know you're doing that to also, you know, the remind, and you can also say that you know God gave the ultimate gift, mm-hmm. which is our son, which is His Son, you know, who died on the cross for our salvation. Okay, uh, which Paul also writes about here in Second Corinthians nine two as well, right? That's why we read read in all contexts. People, are like, he's not taking, he's just taking it out of context. I'm not, <laughs> all right. There's pl- there's the, the, the teachings of Jesus all throughout the whole Bible. It is well known that you know giving and having a charitable heart within reason. You know, mm-hmm. to, you know there are times where people cannot. There's times where you don't have the monetary ability to do right. so. Right. You know, Apostle Paul writes about us being good stewards of stewardship of our finances that the Lord God has given us. Okay, But in doing so, in doing this, we separate ourselves from secular gift-giving from one. And two, again, there's nothing wrong with giving somebody you deeply care about something that you think that they would enjoy. Yeah. Now, obviously, it was in reason. You don't want to give them alcohol or you know anything that would tempt them into sin mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that, okay? Obviously, like you wouldn't want to give them like a subscription-only fans, okay? <laughs> but, you know, if you're giving them something that, you know, is, is, is you know, nothing that brazen, mm-hmm. okay? And you're like, hey, even if it's just money, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, you know, uh, Merry Christmas. You know, I care about you. Yeah. You know, and, and you, you and if they're unsaved, you spread the gospel to them. You know, I mean, there, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Like, am I wrong? I mean, that's just how I look at it. I, I don't think there is. No, you're, you know? yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I mean, even like with my business, we we go and give gifts to people that work for us that and work that give us business. Uh to let them know we appreciate them and uh, we we want to make sure that they're blessed and we use that actually as a time to share the love of Christ with them. We tell them, you know, we make sure that our our letter that we write with the gift basket that we send to them it literally says we celebrate the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ <laughs> in, in this joyous season. You know, like we 
don't hold back at all, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, there is a the, – and I wanted to just say in that Jeremiah verse, mm-hmm. um, there is also a tradition that I heard about as well. And I think you mentioned this a few weeks ago, Rosie, on one of the podcasts about St. Boniface. Oh. And he uh, – the story is that uh, a lot of people equate it to the Christmas tree, what he did. Mm-hmm. But what he did was he found a group of people that were worshiping an oak tree – and they were worshiping Thor. And so they were decorating an oak tree, worshiping Thor. And he rebukes them and chops down the oak tree. And they expect him to get struck by lightning. He doesn't get struck by lightning. So then he points to a fir tree, which is not a pine tree, a fir tree. And he, and he marks that fir tree and, and he equates it and dedicates it to Christ. Yeah. And there, there's even more to it. Okay. They, a, I mean, that's a perfect thing but just to even give it more they used to sacrifice a baby every year at the tree oh. and after he cut down the tree points to the other one he preaches the gospel and they all get saved that's the other <laughs> thing he baptizes all of them nice yeah and then they use the wood to build a church from the oak tree <laughs> <laughs> they probably or, did or baptismal yeah. <laughs> yeah so he cuts down their tree and then they all get baptized afterwards yeah like yeah. Yeah, and I, I want to say this other one. This is uh, tied in with this. I love this, and then I'll let John uh, hop in here. Is uh, pagan worship existing in Europe went to uh, a little bit after 1000 AD, and the first records of Christmas trees being used were after 1500. Yeah. So pagans were not around when the Christmas tree was being used. Yeah. Um, I have another verse, which is awesome, from Isaiah 60, 13. It says that God decorates his sanctuary with pine. It says the glory of Lebanon shall come to you, the cypress, the plain, and the pine, to to beautify the place of my sanctuary, nice. and I will make the place of my feet glorious. <laughs> and uh, I just have one other quote. Um, it says, King Hakan was confirmed Christian when he arrived in Norway. He had it established in the laws that the Yule celebration, which is the pagan Norwegian, you know, uh, that kind of pagan, uh, the Norse, Slavic, or Icelandic. Yeah, well, Norway, Norway. so Norwegian, but yeah. up in the, um, I'm, I'm blanking of the uh, name for all those. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, Norway, Iceland, uh, Greenland, uh, Finland, all those. Yeah. Um, so it said he had it established in the laws that Yule celebration was to take place at the same time as it is with the custom with the Christians. Oh. So he came as a Christian and then instituted their pagan – he's changed their pagan holiday, date, yeah. holiday to line up with the Christians. So just more about – you know, because we're now we're talking about a different region of yeah. paganism. Uh, again – uh, Gatheists, BTFO'd, uh, <laughs> Christianity did it first, did it better. And, and Yule log just means midwinter. Yeah. Yule yeah. means midwinter. Yeah. It doesn't mean – it has no spiritual connotation that is – I didn't um, even know that that was a thing until I started digging into this, that people are yeah. like, you can't use the word Yule. I yeah, know. It literally is just a, just means – Winter. Yeah. Stupids. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Um, I, I, yeah. So, so we've covered the date. Mm-hmm. 
so we know it doesn't connect with any pagan Roman holidays or like so, the winter solstice or Sol Invictus. Um, we established that the earliest churches were celebrating on the 25th, and we broke down why. Why was because uh, more than likely he was conceived in March and was born in, in uh, uh, December or vice versa, conceived in December, born in September. It's September to December. Yeah, September to December. Uh, either way, we have those dates um, uh, or early established early, and they were um, they weren't adopted. They weren't pagan. The only one that is left in terms of the twenty fifth um, that I had a hard time finding anything on is Nimrod, and there's this connection uh, apparently. Um, and and I was having a really hard time finding any information on this, but. Apparently, there's a rumor, and you know, I want to say TikTok rumor or YouTube rumor, YouTube preacher guy saying that Nimrod was born on December 25th, or and or when he died, a pine a pine tree grew out of his torso of his body, or something. And um, I've heard I heard that, but there was no source text or anything. There was nothing giving given to that in the effect of like oh well we have it under this document or we found it in this place um the only person that has connect tried to connect nimrod to uh that date would be alexander hislop he wrote the Mm -hmm. two babylons um but he doesn't even provide source text either so I, i i'm reluctant to even even say that that's a thing Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, if you do a real in-depth research on Nimrod, there's not a lot of information about him, and it's some of it's kind of sketchy. So what were you going to say, Rose? Well, yeah, I was going to say, John, do you have anything with that? Or I found some stuff with that. But. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, other than, again, just uh, how legalistic are we going to be? Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not an you know. Before you know, some people would say, "Well, you're going to be anti-nomian at that point, John." <laughs> uh, you know, it's like no, I'm like there's there's certain lines obviously that scripture could, mm-hmm. that that right. that for, forbids that God forbids. All right, and you know, and, and there are sins, okay, and 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 um, you know, and I guess one thing is is that if the Holy Spirit convicts you, um, and you know it's the Holy Spirit and not your own, um wicked heart just reading conspiracy theories on the internet and watching videos on youtube right okay but you feel like that you should not you know celebrate you know christmas then yeah i i understand that that you know that's that's i'm not that's not the people that i'm talking to okay but don't judge me when the holy spirit has not convicted me or you guys okay on celebrating the december 25th as a birthday of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, because the Holy Spirit has not convicted me on it, and it is a day that I will be celebrating this year at my church and with my family. Amen. Yeah, we're Amen. in the same boat, man. Uh, yeah, and I was just, you know, I was surprised when I started seeing things pop up on Instagram and stuff. I was surprised. I was like, what? Why is there so much? Why is there this like detachment from Christmas so much? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on here? And I do believe that this is a. Uh, I think that if if you are not wise and discerning, and do not take the time to truly um, understand what it is that you're about to do in terms of abandoning Christmas, because the the effects can be far reaching. Number one, 
not only does it uh, like uh, kind of detach you from your family because it's a wonderful family celebration time. Like I get to see relatives that I don't see very often. I get to, you know, bless and love on my nieces and my nephew. And I get to, you know, hang out with family, you know, and we have meals and we, we, you know, it's, it's great. It's like a beautiful time. And, um, you're, you're, you're basically cutting that out of your life. And what are they going to think too? Now I understand that seven day Adventists and, I think there might be one other denomination that doesn't. I think. Well, I know Jehovah Witnesses. If you're don't. a Seventh Day Adventist, uh, uh, okay, no, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say Je- Jehovah Witness. I know they don't celebrate it. Another gospel. It yeah, is another. Perhaps one hundred percent. Yes, I, I agree with that. Um, but uh, the but the Seventh Day Adventists don't celebrate it. I understand that. But also another gospel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't you don't consider Seventh Day Adventists as, as being saved. Oh, not at all, no. Now, there might be some people within the Seventh-day Adventist Church that are saved despite of the Seventh-day Adventist Church that truly trust and believe in the Lord. Yeah. Um, but no, generally no. Hmm. No, yeah, I do not. They came up with uh, one of the um, spiritualist movements that we did during the Doctrines of Demons. They did. Yeah. The, the woman. The woman. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've always been on the fence with them. Um, I've known some Seventh-day Adventists and... Um, very reverent they had a great fear of god but there was a lot of legalism that was connected with them as well that was uh, that troubled me well yeah uh they don't look at you as a fellow brother in christ though because you celebrate sunday which is the mark of the beast brother right right (laughs) they don't they don't look at me as a as a believer yeah well i did have some stuff sort of about nimrod yeah let's go i want to so and maybe this can lead into some other interesting uh I've got one other kind of grouping of things uh, kind of spurred on by this. So I, this is what I, uh, I found some Christian writing. Uh, I'm using quotations. They claim to be Christians, not Hebrew roots, not Judaism. Uh-huh. They're coming from a Christian perspective of whatever, quote unquote. So it says, from many ancient writings, considerable is learned about this man, Nimrod, who started the great organized worldly apostasy from God that dominated the world until now. Uh, Nimrod was so evil, it said he was he married his own mother, whose name was Semiramis, until Nimrod's untimely death, his so-called mother-wife, Semiramis, propagated the evil doctrine of the survival of Nimrod as a spirit being. Mm-hmm. She claimed his full-grown ever tree sprang overnight from a dead tree stump, which symbolized the springing forth unto the new life of dead Nimrod on the anniversary on each anniversary of his birth. She claimed Nimrod would visit the evergreen tree and leave gifts upon it. December 25th was the birthday of Nimrod. This is the real origin of the Christmas tree. Uh, So like you had said, uh, I'm just reading that part because it goes into something else. No evidence ever of what December 25th. There's nothing. Where's the source of that? There's, there is no source, but Where, where did they get that? information right um so it says through her scheming and designing semiramis became the babylonian queen of heaven quote under nimrod under various names now there's some of this i uh, i uh, believe that is true or agree in spencer smith does in third adam documentaries about nimrod and semiramis and queen of heaven and all that like i do agree with that but the oh. juxtaposition to Christmas, though, on the other hand, is sketchy at best. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, I was just saying that they they always tie back to this with the 
mother and child, blah, 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 blah. It becomes Isis and Osiris right. in Egypt. Um, in Asia, Sybil and Diosis in pagan Rome, Fortuna and Jupiter. Even in Greece, China, Japan, Tibet is found to be the counterpart of Madonna long before the birth of Christ. Anyways, they... Oh, this is kind of like the zeitgeist stuff. Yeah. Um, but it was so weird that this is coming from, a, again, a Christian thing. Anyway, the whole thing is... All of this idea, everything that I could find is, uh, it said in e in Egypt, it was always believed that the son of I Isis uh, was born December 25th. Paganism celebrated its famous birthday over all this stuff, right? The only, only festival that ties in with that, listen to this, it's called Lich Napsia, Lich, Lich Napsia, whatever. And uh, it was the Festival of Lights. That was held in honor of Isis. It was their, uh, it said it was one of the several official Roman holidays and observances publicly linked to the cult of Isis. And it was done on August 12th. Not even close. <laughs> August 12th. <laughs> yeah. So the, the biggest festival that they had. Yeah. Not even close. Like the, the, there's nothing. It, and it was just for Isis. It wasn't even for Nimrod. Right. It, it was like removed. It, it's different culture. It's Egypt. Yeah, it's so not even Babylonian. Right. So yeah, that's my so that's my big hang up. Like, I, like it wouldn't. I, I have a conspiracy conspiratorial mind. So for me to think September 11th, Jesus born. Oh, and then they drop the towers, and it's like a mm -hmm. whole ritual. And yeah, it's not a leap for me to jump into some of that stuff believably. Okay, but the Nimrod stuff and the whole pine tree coming up out of the stump and the whole there's just no i need some source there yeah. i need some source evidence there i need something that i can point to. i need some tablet that they've discovered i need some ancient writings you know even the early church fathers if they would have adopted you know believed that but they didn't they they nimrod was is very there's very little about him in the bible and probably even less outside of the bible in in terms of source texts and things like that so um, and I'm just recently discovering that as I was trying to unpack some of this stuff, you know, I'm like, wow, I, I would have thought there was more to Nimrod. Yeah. And you, you did bring up Zeitgeist and I'll just, just go through this real quick, John, yeah. and then I'll let you hop in. I don't mean to keep saying all this stuff, but you're fine. No, you guys are fine. Okay. Um, so there's an art you talked about Zeitgeist. This is one of the first, this was a really big, uh, it was three part movie, I believe. I saw it when it came out because part of it was about 9-11. Right. It came out in the early 2000s, and it had this whole section of, like, 26 minutes. And the whole of this, like, three-hour-long movie, two-hour-long movie. And it just brought up and popularized uh, the Christian, uh, the Christ mythicist mm -hmm. position, which is a lot of what gets said about... Jesus and the the Christ mythicist position is that Jesus didn't exist and it ties into this whole bigger thing and like you know I, I you're trying to be very you're very calm uh, and not trying to jump to all these conclusions but what I'm just going to go out and say it as uh if you believe that like all this nonsense bs about christian this is what you're all th this is not a far leap so right, if you start right. denying Christian uh, Christmas, 
because it's a pagan thing and it has the same birthday as this other guy or whatever. What which can't be proven. Which can't be proven. And I'm about to break down uh, that. So it, it, basically this is what I'm saying. In my eyes, if you're denying Christmas, Christ mass as a whole pagan thing outright, you're denying Christ. Like, yeah. It, because you are superseding it and it, it you can't take one and not bear the burden of everything else that comes with it. You can't be pick and choosy about when you're talking about this kind of stuff. Like like what John what you had said, you can't you just use some white magic spells. But you know, I'm gonna denounce uh right. I'm just gonna do good witchcraft. <clears throat> I'm not gonna do all of witchcraft. I'm just gonna do good witchcraft. Anyway, nobody there's like five people in the world, like academics. There's like five that really bought into the whole Jesus mythicist as Jesus being a myth. And what it is, is that they say, along with Christmas, it's a microcosm. That's one aspect of the, of this whole thing is they're saying Jesus didn't exist. He was a myth that they stole from other uh, idols or people or gods, pagan, pagan gods. Beliefs, yeah. So I'll just say this. Before I get into this, Bart Ehrman, who is an atheist, he was a Christian, came out. He's one of the leading atheist, anti-Christian scholars. He said, the alleged parallels between Jesus and the, quote, pagan savior gods in most instances reside in the modern imagination. We do not have accounts of others who were born to virgin mothers and who died as an atonement for sin and then were raised from the dead. Despite what sensationalists claim ad nauseum in their propagandized version. So even an atheist is saying this is the stupidest thing ever. No one believed it up until the modern day. So He was a Catholic at one time, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, So Mithra, they claim, born of a virgin, born on December 25th, star in the east, had 12 disciples, performed miracles, dead for three days, resurrected. No, he was not a virgin birth. He was born out of a rock, (laughs) crucified and resurrected. He was never killed, so he couldn't be crucified and he couldn't be killed. There is no death. Resurrected, yeah. Yeah, he couldn't have been that. Dionysus, uh, virgin birth. No, he was not born from a virgin mother. He had sex with, his mom had sex with Zeus, crucified. He died, (laughs) but he didn't die on a cross. He was torn up into a bunch of pieces by the Titans. And then it said he... uh, The Teen Titans? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Resurrected. It says, while most restoration accounts of Dionysus were too ambiguous to matter, there is one story that reads, Dionysus was deceived by the Titans and expelled from the throne of Jupiter, torn into pieces by them and his remains being afterwards put together again, and he returned once more to life and ascended to heaven. Except this happened, this story came out after... uh, was only quoted by early church father Origen in 248 AD, 200 years after the story of Jesus had been circulating. Stupid. Don't right. believe it. Horus. Yeah. Virgin birth. No. His mom Isis had sex with Osiris. 
after reassembling his body parts that were torn apart and scattered over Egypt. Huh. You know what sounds like one that they're stealing from one another? Mithra. <laughs> or, 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 it or sounds uh, like there's... Dionysus. Yeah. 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 So Not Jesus. Isis and or, or, Osiris had sex, but Osiris had had his body ripped to right. shreds and... Yeah, I think she... I, and I she, think couldn't, they, she couldn't find his penis, penis yeah. so she made her own phallic symbol, yeah. and then that's why we have the Washington Monument. Ah, there exactly. you go. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, a good leap. Yeah. Crucified, resurrected. Nope. He didn't even die. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there are other extra biblical. It says, furthermore, some aspects of Jesus, the life of Jesus are us- universally agreed upon by historians. Um, let's take the crucifixion, for example, demonstrate the crucifixion of Jesus on 11 ancient independent sources, maybe even more. Uh, the pre-Mark passion narrative Uh, The Q document, John Paul, Hebrews, Peter, Clement of Rome, Ignatius, uh, Justin Martyr, Josephus, Flavius, Cornelius, Tactus, Lucian, Mesoparian, Thallus, and the Talmud. So, again, basically, uh, just like all the stuff with Christian, you know, the the whole point I'm driving at this is much like... So if you are denying aspects of Christmas because they're pagan, you logically have to accept that the reason that they're doing that is because they're equating other pagan beliefs to a different God. Yeah, right. And you are denying the specialty of what the uniqueness of Christ outright altogether because you're saying other cultures had it. False. Everything is false. That's right. Christianity always came true. And I'll I'll sum it up with this because I just went on a little bit too long of a talk. Um, But, uh, again, much like, uh, you know, John said at the beginning, almost, you know, it would be kind of cool. Because even if if Christians did take this and say this is ours now we conquered. Yeah. Like a polemic. uh, Paul, Paul uses polemics a lot. He does, yeah. Where he's talking about, you know, your God. Well, our God's better than your God. We're like, you know, accepting, like, you're worshiping a lesser God. We're worshiping the best God. Right. So even if there is this, but that's a conquering. There's placing the true God in his rightful place, which is above all else, separate from everything. Yeah. So even if there was some sense of us conquering certain things, which there isn't, still, there's no problem with that. Yeah. 100% agree. So... You got anything you want to say to that, John? I mean, I used to believe all that nonsense. All the Z- <laughs> in the Zach Ice is a new ager. Uh, I was an imbecile uh, at the time. I was completely had the you know the a spirit of Kundalini or a uh, spirit of divination uh, inside of me. Instead of the Holy Spirit, I was completely just lost to my own um, arrogance and hubris and um, lost thoughts. You know and um, I mean, okay, let me ask you this. Sure. Is there any part of Christmas traditions, secular or non-secular, or secular or not secular, um, do you think that Christians should not participate in? Hmm. Well, I don't think they should get drunk um, (laughs) at at Christmas parties and do the wild stuff. Um, Which is why the Puritans, one of the reasons why they had banned it. I mean, we saw what happened at Nakatomi Plaza. 
<laughs> you don't get that, do you? John Hart is a John Hart yes. is a Christmas. Yes, 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 you yes, got yes. my you got my reference. It's awesome. Um, oh, I can tie here. I'm going to use some uh, uh, some Christian deni- uh, Christmas denier logic on you real quick. So, since we talked about uh, Os- um, Sem- Semiramis, Isis, one of uh, she was also known as Sybil. There's mm-hmm. a cult, you know, cult of Mithras. One of their biggest things was their priests used to go out in the street when they were drunk and high and all, all kinds of stuff and cut their penises off <laughs> and castrate themselves. So if you wanted to make some crazy leaps as to Christian Christmas being a pagan holiday and it's ISIS worship, yeah, then I would say don't cut off your penis. Okay, I think that's that's a so how good that? summary. That that's deal. I got no problem with that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you... the only thing I think of is not giving appropriate gifts. I guess yeah. would be one. Yeah. Don't to get drunk. Don't get drunk or get high. Obviously. Um, don't actually I don't I, worship I do, the tree. I, 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 I do like watching a Christmas story. Oh yeah, is that, um, the movie. Is, yeah, is yeah. that wrong? No. I mean, it's not the best Christmas movie, but it's not wrong. <laughs> What's the best hey, Christmas how movie? How dare you? It brings <laughs> me. It, it makes me. Uh, I think of simpler times. Christmas my vacation, childhood. man. Oh, I, okay, touche. Yes, that's a good one, that's a good that's one. A good one too. Um, when, he, when he waxes up that that disc and he sits there, <laughs> yeah. he goes flying. I love that part. Oh, uh, you no, know, no, sp- no spiking the eggnog. I guess. Is yeah, that yeah. One, I guess? yeah, that's probably a good one. Um, yeah, you know, actually, I was just thinking of this. Uh, kind of a, I think it was the Turner Classic Movie Channel used to do this. I th- want to say it was them. But they would always play all of the James Bond movies in order. Oh, cool! Yes, they would. And yes, starting in December. <clears throat> that's a good. I would approve of that. Yeah, that's because I always watch James all the James Bond movies. Yes, let's return to that deal. Yeah, um, return to tradition. <laughs> reject, <laughs> reject modernity. Return to. Rec- <laughs> J- I mean, James Bond wasn't at all sketch the whole uh, uh, yeah, inception yeah, yeah, of yeah, who yeah, he yeah. can. Yeah. Duke is but, not celebrating Christmas, no. uh, but but um, you know, I I I'm trying to think if there's anything else I rack my head around. I can't really think of anything. Well, um, I do have some thoughts on just on what's hap- what I think is happening subtly. Sure. Um, yes. And we touched on this a few weeks ago, a few maybe months ago, uh, on tour when we had um, R.L. Solberg on with mm-hmm. Torahism. And Rosie, you touched on this too. I think that there is a subtle infiltration of um, of these of Hebrew roots, and I, I, the people that are celebrating the feast that are moving towards celebrating the feast because they are looking for a deeper spiritual connection with their Creator. Um, they need to understand that there's nothing wrong per se by celebrating the feasts, like, um, but they have to understand the purpose that God chose those feasts to be. And why he wanted the people of Israel to to remember them, and it was because they were pointing to something greater, and all of those things were fulfilled by Christ. And the best example I can give to you that is from the Passover. In fact, the night of the of the when Jesus went to the upper room for the Last Supper, they were celebrating a Passover feast, and Jesus himself said, "This is the new covenant," and he gave bread and drank wine, and he said, "This is the new covenant." And so, he basically said. This feast, the Passover, is fulfilled. And when he went to the cross, he became the Paschal Lamb, the, the Passover Lamb for us. So all of the feasts that, that you're looking to and the, the Hebrew you know, connections that are being, um, that are being exposed to, uh, those are all to point to what you should already have 
which is faith in Christ and the belief of his of his life, his birth, his life, his resurrection, you know, his death and his resurrection, and his soon coming. You know, that's we know that there's a return coming. So I think that there is an infiltration by what starts off as something innocent and very spiritually, um, it has integrity. Um, I think pe- I think there's a lot of people that are searching for a deeper connection with God, and this is one of the pathways that they choose to go through. But I do believe that it leads to things like what we're seeing today, which is, oh, by the way, because you do the feast, you can't do Christmas. Oh, it's pagan. Oh, and Easter, it's pagan. You can't do Easter either. And the two things that are vital to Christian faith, which is the incarnation and the resurrection, are both attacked, which tells me that there might be something deeper going on here that's probably satanic and probably coming through from the Hebrew roots. So that's what I'm that's what I'm my kind of like pastoral warning. That's like my my thing and you know um like you said John if you have the conviction to not want to celebrate Christmas that's that's one thing if if the Holy Spirit has put that upon your heart. Who am I to judge another man's servant, right? But at the same time uh I think that knowing the facts about Christmas knowing the facts that it's not a pagan adoption, it's not a layover, it's not some veneer that they put, you know, Christians tried to, to you know, the Catholic Church tried to um, adopt and make pagans start worshiping their God by accident because they wouldn't know the difference or whatever, or com- some kind of compromise. It literally was not that at all. And even Santa, uh, you know, which is, I'm, I'm not a big Santa guy, but, but even Santa was a saint. It was uh, Sintunklansen, I think, is how they say yeah, it. Yeah, the Dutch one, the Dutch yeah. guy. But it did get it did get taken over in the 1800s by very secular, you know, uh, commercialization, and he became sort of this figure that we have now. But if you dig into the history of who Santa Claus is, uh, he was actually a, a God-fearing man who was who was a, a, a good man, you know. But I wouldn't venerate him, but, you know, personally, <laughs> you know, he. it's not even that part of it. Now, the elves, yeah, kick the elves out. They're mystical and dumb, and that that's silly. But The flying reindeer. Yeah, the flying reindeer, yeah. exactly. Reindeer are great when they're cooked the perfect way, <laughs> but other than that, no. But yeah, and, like, even St. Nick, uh, St. Nicholas, Yeah, he uh, – was uh, he got into a fight with uh, Arius? Oh, who yeah. was uh, <laughs> I love this. Who was a uh, 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 heretic? Yeah, and he punched him. Yes. <laughs> he punched him in the face at a uh, council. Yeah, I love that meme. Which is like I'm here to I'm here to punch heretics and and uh, and settle settle doctrine or something. He goes, yeah. and we've settled all the doctrine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Arius is the where the Arian heresy comes forth, Correct. which again attacking Jesus himself. So you know, right? Even Santa Claus, you know, there's a he's defending defending our defending our savior, the savior, the position of our savior. <laughs> yeah, there's literally nothing about like I can't find a single thing that's Christian right. about Christmas that you. I mean, there's like the, the weird stuff that's come out over the years, like Father Winter and like yeah, it's or, all gay. Yeah. Just don't do that. I mean, that's to me is like keep Christ as the focus of the season, yeah. and let the joy of your salvation. Just think, 
God was faithful to keep his promise from Genesis 3.15. He was faithful to send himself to live a life we couldn't live. He was faithful to, to, to become the most vulnerable of positions, a baby in a manger, right? Being born for us, for you, for me, so that we could know him personally. This is incredible. This, what joy this should bring to you in this time. And the fact that we can proclaim the coming of our Lord and Savior, like to a world that's in bondage, that's lost and dying, why would you want to kick that out of your life? Why would you want to eliminate that out of your life? No, proclaim it from the rooftops, the things that you have heard, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're, you know, we should be doing. Yeah. And here's some more checkmate atheist, like fact checking for you. (laughs) Um, Christianity is unique. It's the only religion that Jesus came. See, this is this is where we, yeah. I get more and more angry. That's why I wanted the nice, <laughs> calm song at the beginning because I, I didn't want to. It's righteous anger. Yeah. Is, again, why is even the birth of our deity, uh, you know, the, 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 the central deity of uh, Christianity? Yeah. Just to take it in a, a world religion, comparative religion thing, because it's even such a more big deal against the, you know the rest of the world because it's the only religion or belief system that has ever had God coming down to take the human form to live the way that he did. Yeah. That's it's right. the only that's why it's unique again. That's why they keep attacking it. They keep they keep wanting to attack any semblance of truth. Yeah. Like it pisses me off. They want to remove grace. 100% it makes me mad. Uh, I want to start But punching. we should pray for them. Not punch <laughs> yeah. them, Rosie. <laughs> I don't want to go punching everyone. You gotta pray for them. But I mean, no, I, I agree that this is the fundamental attack on the gospel. This is the fundamental attack on Jesus Christ. This is the fundamental attack on Christians and and, and ultimately Christmas that's coming from the false Hebrew roots movement, the Judaizers. Mm-hmm. You know, returning to the heresies of the first century. We are. You know, and that's what this is. This is the attack. We were we were sold the bill of goods that it was a secular culture. And it was to some degree that was attacking, you know, uh the reason for the season, which is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But what we did not see coming was the Judaizers mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Hebrew roots. That's what we didn't see coming. And now they're like, well, you know, how dare you celebrate the birth and resurrection of Jesus Christ? And it's like, okay, so what? You're going to celebrate Hanukkah and, and right. uh, not celebrate the birth of your so- your supposed Savior that you believe in is the Messiah? It's like, what? That still to me doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So. We need to know what what name they use, first of all. Is it Yahuwah, Yeshua, Yehuwahawa? They have all these secret <laughs> yeah. names and stuff. Like, what day was that guy born? <laughs> right. And, uh, I mean, it, it, just since you brought it up, I, I was I wanted to throw it in. Uh, another uh, checkmate, Gaytheist Christians, whatever. You know, I just like saying Gaytheists. Yeah, you do like um, that. Hanukkah is not in the – is not – Biblical Ancient. Feast. It's not biblical. Yeah, it's not. A it's not. It's not in the Torah. It's complete tradition. That's all it is. Yeah, it, it comes out of books that you, as a Protestant, like wouldn't read. It's from the Maccabees. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's the story is incredible. God saved some people, did some amazing <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> it's. Not, it's not like. Uh, <laughs> what are you? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. I was thinking of a joke. <laughs> 
I'll tell you off air. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you guys. Yeah, but it's a tradition. It's a it's a legit tradition, you yeah. know, and it's not a it's not something that even God required of of his people to celebrate. It's something that they've uh, that the Jewish people have adopted, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. But don't let that replace if you say I'm celebrating Hanukkah instead of Christmas, I we we have an issue. I have an issue with you. I do. Not especially if you're a Gentile. Right. If you're a Messianic Jew, I can understand it a little better, but still, I would be like, you're a Messianic Jew, Jesus. Let's di- let's get you're on Christian. that. Let's get on that, Christian yeah. brother, sister. Let's let's celebrate him. You know. Anyways, I'm. I feel like Rosie and I've been doing all the talking, John. I feel bad for you, man. We're like the worst podcast hosts ever. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Now, come on, now. No, I, I, um, no, I've been listening to y'all and and I. What else? I mean, for this, what are we supposed to say? I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean to be honest. I mean, uh, how much is there really, truly, to say about this? You know, I think. No. I mean, I think it's interesting to push back against the misconceptions of Christmas, yeah. Christmas. You know, yeah. and uh, but at the end of the day, you know, most people should have enough discernment and communion with God the Father and Jesus Christ. Uh, and even with the Holy Spirit within them to, to know that celebrating a day, you know, I mean, again, it's the argument. You can't celebrate Christmas. You can't celebrate Easter. You can't go to church on Sunday. You know, like w- w- it's 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 legalism. It's yeah things that we can't do. But Jesus Christ freed the captives from sin and death. And right. Jesus is our Sabbath. He is our rest. So, you know, like, again, you know, we'll be yelled at that we're, 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 we're preaching uh, paganism's insertion into Christianity or preaching antinomianism, which is not true at all. Just like Paul said, you know, you know, um, I'm paraphrasing here, but Paul was like, say it isn't so. Right. You know, I would, you know, I, I find it detestable that I would uh, send any of my brothers and sisters in Christ into sin, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> I mean, it's the same for all three of us here, you know, it, it's yeah when i go to heaven i don't think you know and i'm not we're not we all three of us here are not going to face the white throne judgment because we're born again believers okay but we still have to to face god uh and to face jesus and jesus is going to be our advocate though uh but we still have to face what we've done on this life Mm -hmm. um the things that have glorified god and the things that the, the sinful acts that we have committed um and for the sinful acts that we've committed i seriously doubt that I, you know, God is going to be like, well, John, you know, uh, you know, you as a born again believer, you know, you celebrated Christmas on the, you know, the birth uh, of 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 my son on um, December twenty fifth, and you earnestly believed and celebrated it as that day, and worshipped Him in spirit and truth, and loved <laughs> your fellow man. So therefore, you know, that's a sin, and you should feel horrific <laughs> about it. You know, I just don't. I mean. I could be wrong. I just don't see that. Like I, I, yeah. I just, it, to me, it's, 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 I, I hate to say this. If anybody does believe it though. I think it's ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think it's ludicrous. Yeah. You know, I mean, th- trust me, there are sins that I am well aware of <laughs> that I commit and I repent of. And those that I definitely, you know, the Holy spirit has convicted me on and I wrestle with it. You know, I have free mm-hmm. will, you know, and he's sanctifying me every day and I bless him for it, you know? And, and, and but the, the, but the thing is though, is, is this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. At a time 
where we're about to probably enter great persecution, like you said, Turner, of seeing family of those you have not seen, or it can't be one of the greatest witnessing days that we have all year outside of Easter. Mm -hmm. And we're going to deny that and instead celebrate Hanukkah or, you know, the feast, but not celebrate this. Yeah. I mean, this is removing Jesus is what it is. It really truly is that. Yeah. And I, I don't agree with it. I don't. Yeah. Amen. I'm with you. I wonder if some of these believers that want to celebrate the feast, if they celebrate some of the early church feasts too, like the, the Feast of Ascensions mm-hmm. when Jesus ascended, you know. Um, I seriously doubt that they do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those are, or, do they, or do they follow the Didache? Those are pre-Catholic, right? right? You know, mm-hmm. the, those, uh, those feasts that the church was celebrating. But, you know, I, I yeah, so I think you said that perfect, man. Yeah. I, I really do. Um, I agree with you 100%. And, and, you know, again, as we wrap this up, I just, um, my appeal is to look at the facts, have joy in your heart, and recognize that there you are free to celebrate the birth of our Savior. Amen. Uh, you know. I got one more uh, did you know to throw in. Uh, okay. I just found when I was uh, looking up uh, something about uh, St. Nick. This is pretty funny. Another reported miracle of St. Nick. Oh, okay. You guys will love this. One story tells of how during a terrible famine, a malicious butcher lured three children into his house where he killed them, oh my goodness. placed their remains in a barrel to cure, planning to sell them off as ham. Nicholas, visiting the region to care for the hungry, saw through the butcher's lies and resurrected the pickled children (laughs) by making the side of the cross. The pickled children. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was God definitely working through St. Nicholas. The sign of the cross, I don't necessarily know about that. But yeah. But but then again, we can argue about the sign of the cross, right? That's a whole other show, right? Like mm-hmm. what's Catholic and what's – I mean, you know, I right. don't do the sign of the cross myself, but I mean, you know. Me either. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, 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 still, it's, it's – Yeah. I mean, but pickled I, I, children, man. That sounds like a cool metal band name. Yeah, yeah it really does. It's, actually, it really does. It's so funny. It says, uh, although this story seems bizarre and horrifying to modern audiences, it was tremendously popular through the late Middle Ages and early modern period. Widely beloved by ordinary folk, it is depicted in stained glass windows, wood panel paintings, tapestries, what? and frescoes. Eventually, the scene became so wildly reproduced that rather than showing the whole scene, artists began to merely depict St. Nicholas with three naked children in a wooden barrel at his feet. So (laughs) even, you know, St. Nick loved resurrected pickled kids. (laughs) Uh, That's something right there. All right. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night. Yeah. So I I got... I got this. I, I, you had your song. I got my song. Since it's Jesus' birthday, baby. Okay. John, we love you, bro. Yes. You guys as well. Hey, man. We. Uh, why don't you share with where people can find you? Yeah, you guys can find me. Uh, we've underscore red on Twitter, and uh, we've read the documents on Odyssey and on Patreon. Subscribe star. Um, you know, uh, definitely glad to be back here on All Out War. Um, I love you guys. I listen to every episode. 
Um, and uh, just God bless you and yours, uh, and hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I don't know, maybe it's blaspheming to say this, Happy New Year as well. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to you say Happy Holidays, though. No. Um, I'm taking it back. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and uh, Merry Christmas to everybody out there listening. And, and you know, Jesus truly is a reason for the season. And, uh, and uh, definitely, um, you, know, you know, celebrate with you and yours. Um, Thanks, the uh, birth uh, of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, Amen. Well, you know, also too, Rosie's birthday is right after the New Year. Yeah, and mine's right before the New Year. So, you got that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to celebrate uh, January babies. Anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a December baby, but. Uh, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't even make that argument real quick to our birthdays. Pagan. <laughs> well, there is an argument for that. I think some people believe that they're Babylonian or something like that. But I look. Babylon is like. Everything goes back it, to Babylon. It's like right? claiming everything's the Illuminati. Oh, it's just. Oh, that, that's the Illuminati. Freemasons. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> uh, just the Babylonian. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, hey, we'll connect with you again soon. I know you got some cool st- stuff that you're doing on the uh, down low. And when that's all ready to be you know, uh, exposed. We want to have you back on and talk about it. Okay. Sounds good to me, but I love what you do, brother. And I really appreciate you. you. Bye guys. I love you too as well. All right. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. If you had a blast, then we'd love to have you back for another episode. So please subscribe and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on Instagram at All Out War Podcast or on Twitter at AOWCast. These episodes are also available on YouTube unless they contain a little too much truth. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time.